King, you have summoned me. What is it? Take this here vibranium to the brother Myers as a gift from the people of Wakanda. Go and bring him the vibranium mic. He will use it wisely. Who are you? You don't know. Don't tell me Negro. That's absolutely nothing. What did you do before you were named a Negro? And where were you? And what did you have there? Ask Professor Maurice Miles Martinez, MC Brother Miles, and he'll tell you like it really is. You can shackle the hands of black people, you can jail the bodies of black people, but you cannot shackle or jail the minds of black people. Rise up, black man, black woman, and reach to go back to Africa. My father was a Garveyite, thus Marcus Garvey can be thought of as my grandfather, but when you say, I've read in... Dr. Ben's book, or I've read in Dr. Ivan Van Sertima's book, or I've read in Professor Maurice Miles Martinez's book. They say, don't speak that information in here. Brothers and sisters, speak your truth to the world. Brother Miles, the black man's truth is here. The Real Wakandas of Africa podcast. History is a clock that people use to tell their political, economic, and cultural time of day. Brother Miles, the relationship of history to the people is the same as the relationship of a mother to her child. Free at last and proud to be black. One day, Miles will be free at last. Hey, Brother Miles. That was really great, man. I'm impressed. Welcome to the Real Wakandas of Africa podcast, the place where black history, hip-hop, and spoken word come together. I'm your host, Maurice Miles Martinez, also known as MC Brother Miles. At the end of each podcast, we have an original spoken word poetry or hip-hop track by myself. Last week, we spoke about the Bakoni Stone Ruins in South Africa. Now, within the field of African studies, we have argued for an older origin of Native Americans that does not date back to the Bering Strait and the land bridge that crossed from Asia to North America and had people crossing and coming first to North America this way. But now we have evidence of humans in the United States of America when scientists said that they could not have made it here across the Bering Strait, across this land bridge, because of the ice and the giant glaciers that blocked passageway between the two continents. So people were only supposed to be here 12 or maybe 14 or 15,000 years ago because of this ice blocking them. But now we have footprints in New Mexico, 21,000 to 23,000 years old, and a fire in Allendale, South Carolina being made by humans, some 50,000 years old, now, this is fascinating and a fascinating topic. We've dealt with this in the past, and I will deal with this later, because in the case of South Carolina, Asia was not the closest continent with people who had civilization at the time. The closest continent was Africa. But today, I'm going to deal with the question of whether there are pyramids, yes, pyramids, in the United States of America. Not Mayan pyramids south of the United States, but pyramids created by the Mississippian culture in America. There are Native American, which have been termed as mounds, but appear more like pyramids all throughout the central section of the United States of America. Some of them are older than the Great Pyramid, and one of them is 100 feet tall 
and has an ancient astronomical observatory as part of the civilization. One of them is the largest monument on the planet that is the emblem of a serpent or snake. In the heart of St. Louis are the remnants of Cahokia, the largest of these mounds. That's spelled C-A-H-O-K-I-A for anyone who wants to go. And there's also an accompanying museum at the site. This is a short drive from St. Louis. There's a parking lot right next to it, and it's free and open to the public during the day. If you're ever driving by on the highway, you can hop off the highway and see them. Now, this ancient site was likely the largest city in North America, with a peak population of about 20,000 people. For comparison, London, England had a population of about 18,000 people in 1086 AD. In Coquia, it contains several mounds, the largest of which is 100 feet tall, and it was built between 1050 to 1350 AD. In modern times, there have been, steps have been added for visitors to climb this pyramid mound. Now it has four major terraces to this pyramid. And in ancient times, it contained a home on top of it that was also very tall, perhaps 150 feet tall on top of that. When you climb it, you can actually see downtown St. Louis, and you can see the St. Louis Arch from the top. Adjacent to this mound are 120 other mounds, and this is out of 100,000 of originally 1 million mounds that existed in North America. There is also an astronomical observatory that was formed there too. The city was surrounded by a large wooden fence, and they also have a portion of this wooden fence replicated. Now in Peoples, Ohio, there's a 1,348 foot long, three foot high prehistoric effigy called the Great Serpent Mound. This mound is one quarter mile long and dates back to 300 BC. And you can visit this mound also. And there are several mounds in Louisiana, including mounds on the LSU campus that have been determined to be between 8,500 to 11,000 years old. Now, I want to be clear, the mounds in St. Louis aren't called pyramids by archaeologists. They're called mounds. However, if you visit the site and if you look at any ancient replication of the Cahokia site, they look like pyramids, like step pyramids. Go ahead and decide for yourself. As always, we conclude the real Wakandas of Africa podcast with an original spoken word poetry or hip hop track by myself, MC Brother Miles. This is not semantics. Monuments were created that were gigantic in the United States of America on this side of the Atlantic. Pyramid mounds sit titanic that were built from the Earth's organic by Coakea engineering mechanics. Engineering mechanics that understood the economy of astronomy and utilized trees from botany's natural geography to align with stars consistently and take mental snapshots photography until they built a circular astronomical observatory. Shaking the basic biased understanding of Native Americans seismically, for on Earth this was one of the largest cities that developed their own sociology, one day to be dug up by cultural anthropology to try to determine the velocity of this ancient advanced psychology. But these ancient mound builders created 
monumental places that sit like laces weaving together the fabric of ancient North America across 1,000 mounds like a quilted moccasin so that we may highlight their extraordinary nature towering 100 feet above St. Louis. More than 1,300 feet long in Ohio along the ground, dating back 11,000 years. These mounds were like dewdrop happiness, civilization tears that fell from the eyes of a joyous Native American civilization that spread across this ancient nation. Thank you for listening to the Real Wakandas of Africa podcast. When you have a chance, please pick a copy of my books up from Amazon, The Real Wakandas of Africa, Dr. John Henry Clark vs. Herman Cain, The Great Wall of Africa, The Empire of Benin's 10,000-mile-long wall, The Real Vibranium of Africa, and Akhenaten's Dreams by Maurice Miles Martinez. You can also subscribe to this podcast and become a regular sustaining member by clicking the link in the podcast. You can donate from $1 to $10 per month, and this makes an enormous difference in supporting this podcast and my research. Thank you again for listening to me, MC Brother Miles, Maurice Miles Martinez. I will speak with you next week.